<clears throat> All right. Well, hello and welcome. Welcome, Antelo. Today is Thursday, which means that it is vlog day. And yeah, yeah, you know what? I got a vlog for you guys. I'm going to have to get out my vlog notes here. You know, sometimes my schedule is such that I just have to record the vlog during the day. It's either a day vlog or no vlog, no vlog, because I love the vlog. I just shoot it during the day. Just my schedule this week is a little bit wonky with VCCPA coming up this weekend. So I'm having to do different things, different projects, yada, yada, yada. Doesn't really matter. I'm just shooting my vlog during the day. So we're going to sit, we're going to day vlog and we're going to day drink beer and we're going to do all this great stuff. So yeah, like I said, this weekend, I'm going to be gone. I'm going to be at VCCPA. In fact, probably as you're watching this video, if you're watching it on Thursday or Friday or Saturday or Sunday, then yes, I'm gone. I am totally gone. I'm across the country. I'm over in uh, Pennsylvania, the great state of Pennsylvania, which we're going to be talking about in just a second. But yeah, I'm going to be gone at VCCPA. So things like replies to comments, uh, replies to emails, this, that, and the other, it's probably going to take a little bit of time. And uh, yeah, it just, vape meets tend to mess up my schedule just a little bit. In fact, next week, if we're talking about next week after VCCPA, I'm not going to have any review videos. No Mod Monday, no Topper Tuesday, no Wildcard Wednesday. Um, just because of this vape event, the way that it is scheduled is a Saturday Sunday event so that kind of messes up my whole thing Friday I'm flying which is when I would normally be shooting review videos and it, it, it just kind of messes everything up it's totally worth it but it kind of messes everything up so next week I'll have no review videos but on Thursday I will have a travel vlog we're gonna be at the event we're gonna be hanging with friends we're gonna be talking advocacy we're gonna do a whole bunch of stuff um, the first thing on my vlog notes well let me let me tell you what we're going to be talking about today. Of course, at the top of the show, there's going to be a whole whole mess of advocacy stuff going on. We're going to talk about what I've been vaping. We're going to have a getting to know Grim Green. We're going to have some beer. We're going to have shout outs. We're going to have first impressions. We're going to wrap it all up with some favorite comments of the week. I actually do have a retro vaping segment prepared in there, but it's going to be a little bit of a letdown to people that were looking forward to this retro vaping segment. But we'll get there when we get there. So starting off this vlog, um, this is something that nobody's really talking about yet that I've noticed in the vape world. Maybe they are, and maybe I just haven't noticed yet. Uh, I'm not here to talk about politics. This isn't a political uh, vlog by any stretch of the imagination. I'm a libertarian. I'll be voting for Gary Johnson. That's where my political party lies. Trump. Trump, Trump, Trump. Love him or hate him, Trump's fucking everywhere. And people are really into Trump, and people are really against Trump, and that's cool. Just whatever you're into just be into it and believe in it wholeheartedly trump has picked mike pence governor mike pence from the great state of indiana yes the same governor that just passed a whole mess of horrible horrible crippling vape legislation governor mike pence is one of the least vape friendly governors in the united states and Trump has picked him as his running mate. And so when a lot of people keep telling me, oh, we'll vote for Trump, he'll fix vaping, he'll, you know, he'll do this with the FDA and less government and this, that, and the other, Mike Pence will be in the White House. Well, I don't know, where does the vice president live? Vice president doesn't live in the White House. I'm assuming the vice president has like a nice little condo maybe in the backyard or off in one of the side buildings or something. I honestly don't know where the vice president lives. But the matter of fact is that Mike Pence will be 
if Trump gets elected, the vice fucking president of the United States, and he is one of the most anti-vape politicians that exists in the United States. Interesting, right? Nobody's talking about this. This could have huge ramifications on the vape industry. If Mike Pence is that anti-vaping, do you really think that this administration would step in and and look at the FDA's overreach and and change it and actually be a pro-vaping, you know, institution? No, chances are slim to none of that. So just something to think about. I'm not here to get into a political debate and I don't really want to hear everybody in the comments ranting about Trump or pro-Trump or anti-Trump or pro-Hillary or anti-Hillary. Whatever you do, like I said, just do it and believe in it wholeheartedly. That's the most I can ask of any uh, of any American. I also got a great email recently. Hang on, let me pull it up real fast from Jennifer. Jennifer Coleman. Jennifer Coleman is one of my just advocacy superstars. She has done so much for 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 vaping she sends out constant letters handwritten letters every week august 8th she's all over it she talks to to local representatives she's in california and she sent me an email and so she sent me this great email and i said wow uh can i share any of this <laughs> is there any way that i can share any of this um i would love to and she's like how about this you can share everything in the email except this person's name. Everything else is completely fair game and open. So here you go. Here's a little advocacy from our good friend Jennifer Coleman. So I'm going to do my best to not mention this person's name that she's talking to or about. Anyway, hi, Nick. Happy Saturday. First, let me say... Uh, Thank you for mentioning your vlogs. It's an absolute highlight of my vaping career thus far. I watch your reviews and vlogs every week religiously. Second, I wanted to share with you some amazing news. Uh, oh, the name of this former state senator I'm about to talk about is between you and me and Julie from CASA. I had a long, I had an hour-long phone conversation with this former state senator and various other political positions in Sacramento. Um, I did not ask this person if it was okay to divulge our conversation just yet. That's why the secrecy. Um, she is a staunch Democrat. Uh, we talked a lot about vaping, and of course, it didn't start out so well. It wasn't confrontational. She was very nice, and she listened. Uh, she even told me how hard it was for her to quit smoking, and that she had a father and brother who died from smoking-related illnesses. What I started to gather from talking to her was that she had no idea what the deeming regulations actually mean. And it sounds like it's the same for a lot of Democrats. She thought it was pretty much solely focusing on warning labels and age, restric- age restrictions. She actually said the words, no Democrat in their right mind would ever outlaw vaping. I was blown away. I said that's exactly what the deeming regulations would do, and this is why it also seemed she was under the impression that the bulk of the vaping industry is big tobacco, blue, and views, and that they could afford all of this application nonsense. We disagreed a lot about the likelihood of children getting their hands on vapor products and turning into cigarette smokers. She thinks the studies say they will. Here's the silver lining to all of it. 
Uh, she agreed to look at the deeming regulations and the Royal College of Physicians report on e-cigarettes, and then we will talk again. At the end of the conversation, she agreed that vaping is an excellent way for long-term smokers to break the habit, and that vapor products should be readily available to adults who want to quit. I thought this was very promising because it seems like maybe the Democrats don't even know what they are voting against. And if you get a chance to talk to them about it, I think there are things about that hor what? Okay, sorry, I'm having a hard time reading. And if you get a chance to talk to them about it, they think there are things about it that is horse shit too. Okay. There is hope, Nick. There is always hope. I just wanted to share this news with someone who would appreciate it. Also, one day, I will take you up on your hug and hangout time. Maybe at Vape Expo SF in January. Yes. Great, great, great email, Jennifer. Thank you for going out and talking to these people on the phone, politicians, and giving them the actual story. And this is something that I said in the the Friday live show that me and Kevin Skipper and Jay do on, uh, on the Vaping CC YouTube is a lot of these Democrats uh, and Republicans, okay, I'm not singling anybody out here, they voted for this ridiculous tax in Pennsylvania that is basically going to put the vapor industry out of business in Pennsylvania. They voted for it wholeheartedly. And I was just playing devil's advocate and saying maybe that maybe these politicians don't fully understand what it is they're voting for and maybe they don't fully understand the repercussions or the ramifications of what happens if this goes through and this becomes a law such is the case with whomever jennifer spoke to regarding vaping and she said quote in her own words no democrat in their right mind would ever outlaw vaping so there you go. There's a good chance that these politicians just need a nudge. There's a good chance that these politicians need, just need some information. Um, there is plenty of information out there, including the Royal College of Physicians uh, report. And there was something recently published, July 2016, that someone sent me. Hopefully I can talk about it in the next vlog. Similar thing, similar same thing, using vaping as tobacco harm reduction and uh, how successful it's been. And yes, there is a vape expo in San Francisco in January that I would love to go to. It's about a eight 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 nine ish hour drive for me up to san francisco so i might do that in january i might come up just if i go up to this vape event it would strictly be just to meet jennifer coleman to give her a hug and to thank her for everything she has done and continues to do for the vaping uh for the vaping community for the vaping industry i just think that's so cool i just think that is so cool so moving on from that um thom tillis I don't know if I'm saying this name correctly, Thom Tillis. I got an email from a guy, let's get to this. Devin sent me an email to his senator, Tom Phyllis, and he got a response back, and it's a very cookie cutter response. It goes over the FDA deeming regulations and tobacco products and when they go into effect and blah, 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 and this and that and this. And so, he goes on a little bit at the end, and he says, this is coming from U.S. Senator Thom Tillis, T-H-O-M. Is that how you say T-H-O-M is Thom or is it Tom? I keep wanting to say Tom, but I think it's Thom or Tihom. We could call him Tihom. That's, that's what you do in your fist bump. You're like, what's up, Tihom? Thom Tillis, the end of this letter, uh, at the end of this letter to Devin, Thom Tillis says, 
I share your concern about this regulatory overreach and I agree that these products should not be subject to tobacco product regulations since they are, in fact, products that contain exactly no tobacco. The out-of-control Obama administration regulatory regime has hurt our economy and is evidenced by the unacceptable economic stagnation we've been experiencing for far too long. If H.R. 2058 comes before the Senate, I will absolutely support it. Thank you again for taking the time to contact me. Please do not hesitate to get in touch with me again about other important issues. Sincerely, Thom Tillis. So what I did, as soon as I read this, is I went on Twitter, I found his Twitter account, and I thanked him. I said, thank you, Tom Tillis, for caring about Thom Tillis. Not, not Tom Tillis. Oh, Lord, I'm bad with names. Thom Tillis. I said, thank you, sir for caring about public health, and thank you for promising to support H.R. 2058. And that goes out on Twitter, and that goes out to him, and that goes out to, you know, whatever people he has working for him that reads his Twitter account for him. It's incredibly important to thank the sponsors, co-sponsors, and supporters of H.R. 2058. I have a link in the description to CASA where you can do so very easily. But as soon as I read this, I went on Twitter and I thanked him right away. You thank him right away. So absolutely, Devin, and absolutely, Thom Tillis, thank you so much for supporting HR 2058. Um, last thing that I want to talk about here in the opening here, a fellow named Gabriel sent me a link to a website called the constructionindex.co.uk. So this is dealing with, um, this is obviously a British publication, hence the .co.uk. And the title of the article is Employers Instructed to Support Vaping. And basically this whole article, it's a, it's a long-ish article, but the headline says, Employers Instructed to Support Vaping, New Guidance from Public Health England, PHE, instructs employers to make a clear distinction between tobacco and vaping in their smoking policies. Yes, right freaking on. That is freaking fantastic. And you know, this is everywhere in the workplace. I worked for Starbucks for 12 years. I had various, various jobs within the company, and I spent the last four years as a coffee roaster on graveyard shift. And we had a little, we called it the smoker cage. There was a, a cage outside, essentially. It was like a tall, fenced-in area where smokers could go and smoke and outside. And that was it. That was the smoker cage. And that's where we had to vape as well. And there were many, many times where, you know, I would go on lunch break and I'd go outside to the smoker cage and every Starbucks employee from the distribution center is out there too, all like 50 of them. And they're all smoking cigarettes. And I'm just like, I don't even want to go out there right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't need to vape right now because all I'm going to be doing is smelling like cigarettes and inhaling a literal mountain of cigarette smoke. It was like a vape event, but with cigarettes. It was just lingering, like hanging in the air and cigarette smoke everywhere. And it just stinks to high heaven. And I wish, I wish, I wished that Starbucks would have made some distinction like tobacco cigarette smokers, this is your smoker cage. And then just like across the way, maybe in a different little area, another outdoor area. I don't even care about vaping indoors. Another outdoor area saying, if you're an e-cig user or a vapor, here's where you can go so you don't have to stink like fucking cigarettes. You don't have to inhale loads of, of you know, of, of cigarette smoke. It's ridiculous. So I think this is great. I think this is fantastic. I would encourage you to kind of read this whole thing. Um, it's, it's a really well-written article. Um, there's one part in 
here that I actually really, really like. Um, PHE, so Public Health England says, vapors should not be required to use the same space as smokers, as this could undermine their ability to quit and stay smoke free. Yes, 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 awesomeness, awesomeness. So thank you, Gabriel, I believe was his name. Gabriel, Gabriel, thank you so much for sending that my way. I'll have a link to this article down in the description under the little advocacy section. But yeah, absolutely, Gabriel, thank you for sending that my way. Last thing I want to talk real quick about, I've talked about this on Instagram as well, is a, a fellow named Tori sent me uh, Ben Swan's Facebook page. So Ben Swan runs this whole, uh, he's a, a news reporter and I'm not sure where he's based out of, but he has this whole campaign right now called Truth in Media. And he's got a great video. It's part one of four on his Facebook called The Revolving Door Between the FDA and Big Pharma. So this is a guy that kind of dives into stuff like this. He had a great video about uh, vaping and when the FDA released their regulations and how ridiculous he thought they were and how vaping is 95%, so you know, 90, at least 95% uh, safer and healthier for you according to the Royal College of Physicians. So he has, uh, this is part one of four. It's a video called The Revolving Door Between the FDA and Big Pharma. I would highly encourage you to watch it. It shows just really how much corruption there is and how much money is exactly exchanging hands between the Food and Drug Administration, this organization that is supposed to give a shit about our health and, and Big Pharma, which is, you know, essentially drug pushers. I mean, that's, I can't think of another way to say, I can't think of a nicer way to say that. Drug pushers. So yeah, good stuff. Good stuff here at the top of the program. As everything I talked about, I will have links down in the description to all of that. So moving forward, uh, I'm trying not to make this vlog just, just way too long. I could probably keep going and keep going. There was another article that I got sent, but you know what? We've got time, we've got more vlogs, and we've got more news that we're gonna talk about in the future. Absolutely cool, cool. So now, right now, let's get into what I have been vaping. Got a couple things here in front of me, most notably, the CCI Cloud Chasers Inc. BFDFT. If you remember a couple of vlogs ago, I want to say it was like three vlogs ago, I had just, uh, pardon me, what, wait, why am I burping? I had just the most ridiculous time with this thing. I could not, not for the life of me, get it working. I tried three times since that vlog to get this working using different build and different wicking and then, oh, the, we'll put these here and no, we'll cut them like this and couldn't get it working, could not get it working. I finally got it working, boom, right there. So Kurt from CCI, he had one of his lackeys email me and say, uh, here's how you wick it. And so I tried his method, uh, it didn't quite work. So I tried a different thing. I basically, I'm not gonna be able to explain this without pictures, but it's an RTA, okay? It's one of those RTAs where your wicks go down into holes and then the juice hits the holes and then it goes up into your wicks, right? Up into your coils. That's how it's supposed to work. So what I did is I packed it with cotton. I put huge three and a half millimeter coils in here, just a whole mess of cotton. And then I packed those coils with cotton. And then I kind of cut the wicks at this extreme angle, right? So they came down to these tips. And then I kind of bent them and stuck the tips into the holes. And then the rest of the deck was just packed with cotton. That 
seems to work just fine. I'm going to try to replicate this on video so you can see the wicking technique, but this is the fourth successful tank that I have vaped all the way through. I don't even remember what juice is in here. I think it's, uh, what's in here? Oh, strawberry cookie butter. Strawberry cookie butter is in here, and it's great, man. When this tank is, okay, apart from the fact that it looks fucking ridiculous, when this tank is working great and wicking well, the airflow is really nice, the flavor is definitely okay, and it's a huge old like 10 and a half mil tank, I think. Have it on the IPV400, this is a .19 ohm dual coil. I use 22 gauge nichrome in it, I have it set to 79.2 watts. Clouds, bro. So many clouds, so many clouds. And I keep look I kept looking. I keep getting these weird condensation marks. So I'm like, okay, well that's normal. Occasionally, very, very rarely, maybe once a tank fill, I will tilt it back like this to vape, and just a little bit of juice will come out of the airflow hole. Just a touch. Just like a couple little droplets. And it'll hit my thumb and I'll go, oh, oh, it's leaking. And then I clean it up and I go, no, okay, it's not leaking. It's been really weird. I don't know if I really just wanted this tank to work because it's so honking big. And it's ridiculous. It is over the freaking top. This is too big of a tank. There's no way around it. This tank is just too damn big. And I was so fascinated by it and I wanted to get it to work. It was like a challenge. Under normal circumstances, I would not be willing to put up with this much fiddliness just to get a vape. Thankfully, I have reliable vapes. Like I have a dripper that I can just go, okay, when I'm frustrated and building, I can just go, all right, I'll vape this. But if, I, if this was my only vape and I was waiting to vape, to wick this correctly in order to vape, I, I would have just pulled all my hair out. But the BFDFT is uh, working. It's rocking great. Strawberry cookie butter. Yeah, boom, good stuff. I've also still been heavily, heavily rocking this Solara DNA 200 from Aria Built Beyond Vape Anarchist branded. I have the Phenotype LS on top with some Epiclouds Glacier Banana and this mod, go back and watch my review. It's just a freaking workhorse mod. I, I love using it. It's so reliable, so dependable, so clicky, so just good workhorse mod. Not 100% sold on the Phenotype. It's a really nice vape with the two airflow holes open. Like I always say, it reminds me of the Goon airflow, which I really love the Goon airflow. Building on it is weird. And so I've only built it once. And so I have a feeling when I go to build it again, I keep re-wicking it, but I have a feeling when I go to full-on build it again, it's going to upset me in the same way that it upset me the first time. But for right now, I'm really enjoying it on this mod. It's a great vape. This is a 0.5 ohm coil. I built it for a series box. Um, I have it set to 90 watts, so it's given me about 6.68 volts. And let me tell you, at 6.68 volts, there is nothing more refreshing than menthol in your mouth. That high, high voltage, that dense, dense, warm vapor and menthol, it's just like, mm, it's so good, especially in the summertime. It's been hot as freaking balls down here lately, and I love having a reliable, good setup with a delicious banana menthol juice in it. It's, uh, it's one of my favorite things ever.
Still rocking that Relo RX 200S uh, Smoketech DFV TFV8 combo. It's been super great, super reliable. After that one leaky incident, pardon me, gas. I am a gaseous human being. After that one little leaking incident, I have had zero leaks. I've been filling this tank up like crazy. This is filled with that snoz cream juice that I actually really like. I'll put a link down to it in the description. But this has been obviously, yeah, super reliable vape as well. Wow. Why was that... Do you hear how loud that is? I don't know why that was so loud. I don't know why that startled me. Super good, super good. Um, let's get to this. Yeah, it's about time everybody saw this. Remember that super secret RDA that I've been talking about for like months now? Well, it's it's out, it's a thing. It's me and Omboy OC, we did an RDA and I'm gonna try not to gush and brag about this thing, but it's pretty fucking badass. I'm gonna talk about it a little bit in the first impressions, but I've been vaping it like crazy. I'm gonna have a full video tomorrow on Friday all about the recoil RDA, top to bottom, everything you need to know, why we did the things that we did, why it works the way it works. You know, we're gonna go over everything, the drip tip, the O-ring, the airflow, the deck, the all that nonsense. But this has been just a, a great vape. And obviously, yes, I am very, very biased to the, towards this atomizer, but I can't help it. I freaking love it. I have a 0.18 dual fuse Clapton in here right now. Got it at 70 watts on the Minikin version 1.5, the 150 watt. Rainbow Sherbet in the Dark from the Grim Cult line. This is just one of my favorite vapes right now. Oh, good. Oh, it's... Oh, it's so good. I'm so fucking proud of that RDA. But like I said, we're going to talk about it a little bit in the first impressions. Maybe not. Maybe a little bit in the first impressions. But tomorrow, on Friday, I will have a full-on, 20-minute long, top-to-bottom, uh, everything you need to know about the Recoil RDA video. Cool? Cool. So, uh, second-to-last thing. Um, Axis Vapes M17. This is the 666 one I bought from a fella on Facebook. This is the new two-post Kennedy RDA, which I was going to have in the first impressions but really there's not much you need to know about it other than it's a Kennedy it's 24 millimeters it's got Kennedy airflow and it's got two posts that's it it's a two post RDA it's not a velocity style deck it's a two post two hole RDA this is a dual fuse Clapton in here uh, 40 gauge over 26 gauge came out to 0.23 ohms I <coughs> wow <coughs> I don't know what that was all about. I have it set to 80 watts here on the Axis Vapes M17, and Steve actually included this, uh, these new sort of matchy-matchy drip tips, and this one happened to match perfectly with my M17. This has become a really go-to setup for me. Um, I'm vaping this new juice that I got called Melange. It's just called Melange. I talked about it in the last Culture of Clouds podcast episode. They don't. They have no description for it. It just says a blend of mysterious fruits. And I think there's peach in it. And I'm pretty sure there's mango in it. And I want to say there's orange or strawberry in it as well. I get like a, a slight citrus and then like a slight strawberry sweetness in there as well. Anyway, I've been plowing through this juice. Uh, this vape is, is just fantastic, quite honestly. And lastly, 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 this is like one of my favorite setups of all time right now. 
based mostly on performance, but also based heavily on just the way it looks. So I have a black Hexome V3, I have a black Kennedy 24 traditional three post, and I have a black and white sort of Delrin matchy matchy drip tip on there. Can you see this? Can you appreciate how great this looks? I just love looking at this and I just love using it. It's coming to the point right now where I need to actually decide what I'm gonna bring with me to Pittsburgh. This, without a doubt, is coming with me to Pittsburgh. Hexome V3, Kennedy 24 in black, and the matchy matchy drip tip. I'm vaping sticks juice out of it, which, oh, these coils are nice and wet. Um, I plowed through this bottle of sticks. Thankfully, I discovered I have another bottle of sticks that yes, I will be bringing with me to PA because it's just so good. It's just a great juice. It's I thought I was over, I think I've said this before. I thought I was over like strawberry cream, strawberry milk liquids, and then I tried sticks and it's like strawberry wafer and you actually get like the cookie wafer flavor out of it. Just fantastic, babe. God, I love it. God, I love that vape. So yeah, that's what I have been. Uh, that's what I have been vaping. So we've already covered a lot. We're already way into this vlog, and what I want to do right now is um, someone. Some I'm going to do getting to know Grim Green, and someone sent me an email asking my opinion on this subject. So I'm going to be talking about this subject in the getting to know Grim Green. So I can't remember the person's name, but they had asked me my opinion on the new Ghostbusters movie. And I didn't really want to see the new Ghostbusters movie. Uh, I'm a huge Ghostbusters fan. Not as huge as a fan as I am of Star Wars, but I'm a huge Ghostbusters fan. I grew up with Ghostbusters. It's one of my favorite movies, literally, of all time. And so I was very like, uh, mm, I don't really care. I don't really want to see it. I don't really care. Um, but... You know, me and my buddy Sean, we just decided to go see it. They invited me, uh, Sean and Britt invited me, hey, we're going to go see Ghostbusters. Do you want to go see Ghostbusters? So I said, yeah, you know what? Sure. It's a hot Sunday. I would love to sit in an air-conditioned theater for two hours and uh, watch Ghostbusters. So why not? So the Ghostbusters reboot is not amazing, okay? It's not great. <laughs> my opinion on it is it's not amazing it's fine it's a fine movie it's okay I sat there for as long as the movie is uh, two hours and I was entertained the whole time it's a fine movie um, it's supposed to be a Ghostbusters reboot it has nothing to do with the original Ghostbusters nothing to do with the original Ghostbusters okay has nothing to do with Ghostbusters has nothing to do with Ghostbusters 2 really what they should have called this is a reimagining instead of a reboot because it is different on every level possible the only similarities is that there's a group of people and they hunt down ghosts and they use similar ish technology like the little trap that opens and then their proton packs with the guns though that's the similarities nothing and it's in new york city nothing else is the same they should have just said this is a reimagining of the ghostbusters instead of a reboot it has nothing to do with the original ghostbusters it's supposed to be a comedy movie and i felt like maybe 60 percent of the jokes just fell flat 
but there was some actually really funny parts in this movie, and I don't think it deserves the hate that it's getting. It's getting a lot of hate, and I'm not even going to go into the whole, like, feminist and white males and blah, 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 and all this shit. Fuck all that. It's just a goddamn movie. Melissa McCarthy, not funny. Don't think she's funny anyway. Wasn't funny in this movie. Kristen Wiig, who I generally think is a funny-ish person, not really funny in this movie. Leslie Jones, who I can't stand. I don't like her on SNL. I don't think she's funny. I didn't like her in this movie. Not funny either. Kate McKinnon was hilarious. In fact, 100% of the jokes that I thought were funny came from Kate McKinnon. She is her character. uh, What's her character's name? Okay, she's got a weird name. She's got a weird name. Holtzman. Her name is Holtzman. That character is hilarious. She is funny. She is badass. There's this whole scene where she's got like a pistol proton packs and she does this whole scene where she's like whipping them around and whipping them at ghosts and throwing ghosts around and it's cool, man. And Kate McKinnon is Literally, in my opinion, the only funny part about this Ghostbusters film, if you're a huge fan of Ghostbusters and you understand that this is a complete reimagining that has nothing to do with Ghostbusters, then you can kind of go and enjoy it for what it is. It's not an amazing movie. It's not going to win any Academy Awards. It's not going to win any awards for comedy. The special effects were way over the top. Uh, A lot of the times I felt like I was just watching a cartoon because it's so over the top. There are some like scary startling moments but it's just jump scares it doesn't set up any mood or atmosphere or anything like that um overall it's a dumb fun dumb half funny movie and kate mckinnon is really the only great part of this movie the story is dumb the storyline is dumb the storyline's just dumb the the bad guy in the the bad guy in Ghostbusters, uh, it wasn't the ghosts. It was the bureaucracy of it, right? That's basically the same thing they did in this one. In, in the second one, in the second Ghostbusters film, the bad guy was an actual ghost. It was Vigo. He was the he was the main villain. In Ghostbusters one, you want to think, oh, it's the ghosts that are bad guy. It's Zool who is the main protagonist, but it's not. It's the bureaucracy. They go through this whole thing where they lock up the Ghostbusters and they shut down the machine because, and then that releases all the ghosts. So the real villain is the the government is the bureaucracy of the local government. It's the same thing. It's the same thing in this. Um, the bureaucracy of the local government. Even the main main villain, the one that you want, the one that is actually the main villain. It's just a guy. It's just a guy who's releasing ghosts. Sorry. Hashtag spoilers. It's just a guy who's releasing ghosts. He wants to be dead and he wants to be a ghost and he wants to make all these ghosts and ghosts, 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 ghosts. The end of the movie. The finale scene is goes way over the top. I mean over the top to the point where I went, I really wish they hadn't done that at all. But sure, if, if you want to go see it, go see it. It's half funny and it's got ridiculous over the top special effects. And that's where I stand. And people, uh, I know people are going to ask me, well, you hate the Star Wars prequel so much. Why don't you hate the Ghostbusters, you know, reboot as much? And here's the thing about that. I love Star Wars. I, I love Star Wars, hard, okay? More than most people probably should. And the reason that I hate the prequels so much 
is the prequels came in and messed up a bunch of shit within the Star Wars timeline. It changed characters. It changed things. It messed up something that I loved. Whereas this, this is just a reboot of something that has nothing to do with Ghostbusters. There's no time in this movie when they made the events of the first Ghostbusters irrelevant or changed them in any way. So even though this movie might not be great, I don't hate it because it didn't mess with the original Ghostbusters movie. The original Ghostbusters movie still exists, it's still there, and you can still watch it. The Star Wars prequels messed with things. They messed with storylines, they messed with characters, and they changed Star Wars. And that is why I hate the prequels, and that's why I don't hate the Ghostbusters reboot. Cool. That was dumb. I mean, that was 10 minutes of useless information. But uh, what I want to do right now, it is technically afternoon. So I need to get over to the beer section. let's taste some freaking beer so I truly and honestly am a terrible person because I don't remember where this beer came from I know that I didn't buy it and so I believe it came from a subscriber now I'm bad with names and keeping track of things and having any sort of memory and I'm also bad at math but I'm pretty sure a subscriber sent this to me so if you're a subscriber (laughs) that sent me the cane brewing malice beer let me know just shoot me an email leave a comment below let me know so i can give you proper credit i do believe in giving proper credit i just wish i could uh i just wish i could remember who sent this to me so it says on the bottle that this is a belgian style dark ale brewed with local apple cider and spices boom does that sound awesome or what thankfully cane brewing knows what they're doing here with the the cap instead of the uh instead of the cork so i can just use my little snap on here and uh Get the cap off. So, uh, yeah, we're going to taste some beer. Smells good, man. I've, I, I've been craving more dark beers again. And, I, you know, I, every summer I go through this phase where I'm like, nope, drinking PBR and Miller High Life. Today, I don't know what it is about today. It, it could be that it's actually a cooler temperature in here because I've been running the air conditioning, which, you know, come on. I'm going to be paying for that later. I've just been craving a dark Belgian-style beer. Uh, I saw this. I put it in the fridge last night, and now we're ready to drink it. Going to be drinking it out of a tulip-style Grim Army glass. Don't want to pour it over my keyboard again like I used to. It's okay. I'm going to do it. Do a really poor, really poor pour. Poor pour. Poor, poor. Anyway, seems to be uh, quite carbonated or effervescent. Definitely looks like a Belgian-style ale. It's got that sort of ambery, opaque color to it. Nice, thick head on top, which I am going to have to drink through like a man. So clicking over to Beer Advocate, this beer has an 85% score or rating, which means it's a quote-unquote very good beer. It's a very good beer. Um... Brewed out of New Jersey. New Jersey. Who do I know in New Jersey? Where would I have got beer from in New Jersey? Anyway, this guy over here on Beer Advocate says the beer is a hazy dark brown in color. Poured with a finger and a half high dark beige head. Uh, There are some moderately strong aromas of dark fruits and apples on the nose along with some hints of cinnamon. 
Sure. I mean, it smells like a Belgian beer to me. Similar to the taste, the smell has flavors of dark fruit and apples, along with some Belgian yeasts. There are also some some, some lingering. There are also some ling- people write poorly, and I know that I'm a person that both writes and speaks poorly. But reading poorly written shit is so frustrating. There are also lingering hints of spices and in also in the finish. Why would you write that sentence? Anyway. I'm just going to judge it on my own. So anyway, Cane Brewing Malice. Thank you to whoever sent this to me. Cheers. Let's enjoy this. Yeah. Um, Tastes nice. Uh, It's got uh, not a lot of upfront sweetness. It's got a very floral flavor to it, as I would describe it as a floral flavor. Flavor. It's dry. Um, It has a very lingering finish, which means it's not a very clean beer. It doesn't have that clean finish, but uh, a lot of Belgians don't have clean finish. This is only 9.7% alcohol. Luckily, I'm going to eat lunch soon, so I won't be consuming this entirely on an empty stomach, but it has like a a dryish, like champagne characteristic to it. Yeah, I mean, it's good. It's nice and cold. Um, I don't get any of that apple cinnamon whatever that this guy was talking about um it it does have some nice spiciness to it not like sriracha spiciness to it but like spicy spiciness to it um like it has a a very slight clove flavor most of all i get that belgian yeast characteristic and i get like a dry champagne type of experience with it don't even know don't even know what to vape with this no idea nothing in front of me Nothing in front of me would be suitable to vape with this. Let's try that melange. It's fruity, right? There could, there may or may not be some apple flavors in this melange because they don't, uh, they don't disclose the what the flavor is. Which you know what? That's fine. I don't even care. I'm just glad I'm vaping it. I'm glad it's good. If it was a shitty juice and they didn't say what was in it, then I'd be mad. But it's a good juice, so I don't really care. Let's try it with some melange here. Sure, that's fine. I mean, that's a very fine pairing. Um, the fruitiness of the melange goes along with that kind of citrusy Belgian characteristic. This beer is dry. I keep getting this overwhelming, like, dry, dry sensation from it. But uh, overall, it's really good. I want to try sherbet for some reason. I don't know if it's going to go over very well. But I want to just try the sherbet see the sherbet be the sherbet let's uh let's try the sherbet here and these wicks are dry af so i'm just gonna bleh, a whole bunch of juice in through the top of the recoil rda Ooh, building that hype like i said we're going to talk about it a little bit in the first impressions um yeah let's try out sherbet with this malice malice m-a-l-u-s malice Mm, that's actually really good. That's actually really good too because sometimes Rainbow Sherbet in the Dark takes on, and I don't know how to say this without it sounding negative, but it takes on a slightly fermented fruit flavor. Not like musty or anything like that. Not like bad wine, but like a slightly fermenty fruit. Like a rich, dark fruit flavor. And that is actually pairing uh, 
pretty well with this Malice beer. I feel burp coming on. I know it's going to happen. Yeah. Wow. That Malice is really good. I am going to drink that today. I'm going to continue drinking that tonight. i got to put that in the fridge for later when I have dinner tonight. But, uh, yeah, Cane Brewing Malice. There you go. I'm going to be tasting some more uh, dark uh, beers and crafty beers, as it were. But I also want to mix in some some regular beers, like PBR. Why haven't I done PBR in the vlog yet? Things like Heineken. Why have I not done Heineken in the vlog yet? That is ridiculous. Anyway, a lot of craft beer coming up, but also a lot of like regular beer, like Heineken. That's what's coming up as well. I hope to have some sort of beer tasting in the travel vlog, and uh, I think that would be great. Me and Ruby always have a great time doing uh, mutual beer tasting, so hopefully we can uh, hopefully we can do that too. So after the beer, what we're gonna do right now is get to some freaking shoutouts. I am also pretty confident this week that the vlog will be really well in focus. Everything look in focus. People were noticing that it was focusing on like my 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 microphone here and my pop filter and I believe it's focused directly on me. That's why I'm wearing this V-God hat. But apart from really liking V-God, I can see in the little screen on my camera that this V-God is in focus and so that helps me kind of focus the whole video. Anyway, let's get to some freaking shout outs. So the first one I do is from a girl named Alexandra. She goes by assassin suicide on instagram she also runs a youtube channel which i will track down the link for she does a live streaming show with uh, red fox vapes anyway she sent me some art man and if there's one thing i love it's freaking art so she made this look at what she made this says grim army it's my grim army logo <gasps> oh no no stay on there and there it is made well i lost the bottle cap alex shit can i get this hot glue off of here oh that bums me out man i lost the bottle cap i lost two bottle caps in transit when i pulled it out there were two bottle caps missing and i just lost another freaking bottle cap but it's made out of beer bottle caps there's some bud light lime uh, Coors Light, some a Heineken stripe across the middle, and then two Miller Light, four Miller Light caps right there. And she also included a, you know, her painting of the Mystery Science Theater 3000 guys, you know, uh, Tom and Crow and whatever this guy's name was. And cool. This is awesome. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. You are shouted out. Like I said, I'll put a link in the description to both her Instagram and her YouTube as well so you can check it out. She's very vocal in the vaping community as far as advocacy, and she does a live streaming show with another girl, I believe, Red Fox Vapes, and they do a streaming show, uh, and it's super cool, and I would encourage you to check it out. But yeah, thank you. This is freaking awesome. I'm going to I'm actually gonna put it somewhere right now so that it's in, in plain view. Yeah, right there. Look at that. It's going right there for the time being so it's in, in full plain view of everybody. I apologize that I lost some of the bottle caps, but uh, you know, I don't know. What can you do? They're bottle caps and uh, I apologize I lost them. Maybe it gives a little bit, uh, maybe it gives a little bit more character. I don't know. I don't know if it gives it a little bit more character. Second shout out I have coming is from a guy named Kamal. So Kamal wrote me and said, hey, uh, dig the videos, this, that, and the other. I'm also in a band that you may like checking out. And so I was like, you know what, boss, cool. I like it when my subscribers are musical and they're in bands. And he is in a 
fucking cool band. They have a cool logo and cool graphics and the music. It is boss. They're based out of Cincinnati, Ohio. The name of the band is Honey Spiders. How cool is that name? Honey Spiders. Anyway, they play... Maybe I can play a little bit of it without YouTube uh, flagging me. Let's see if we can listen to any of this without YouTube getting mad at me. This song's called Underneath the Claws. It's a lot of this. Oh, how good is that? That is, uh, that's super cool. I, I like, I like the honey spiders. I went to their website and I was very close to buying a t-shirt just because I like the honey spiders. I have a t-shirt addiction problem, everybody. I buy too many t-shirts. I bought two t-shirts today online from uh, Sith Fits. Have you ever been to this website, Sith Fits? Yeah, I bought two of their t-shirts. First thing I thought of is I want to download this album. I also wish to purchase a t-shirt from Honey Spiders because I like supporting good bands. So yeah, uh, thank you so much, uh, Kamal. That was awesome. Honey Spiders are rock and roll. So thank you. I'll have a link in the description actually to the Honey Spiders uh, band camp where you can listen to it, check it out if you're so interested, moving forward into some other shout outs. So we got a couple more shout outs we're gonna do here. A fellow named Clive wrote to me and says, sup Nick, hope you're doing well. I've mailed you before about a shout out to my good friend Ben who got married and started vaping and my fiance. Obviously I know you get so many emails. Um, I don't know how you, I, of course I know you didn't get to it. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for not reading this correctly. Obviously, I know you get so many emails, so of course I know you didn't get to them yet, but I'm hoping that you will see this one. Yes, I am seeing this one. Specifically, I would still like to get a shout out for my friend Ben. Boom, shout it out. Uh, he is currently in a hospital and will be for some time. And then he shares some private information that I'm not gonna share in this shout out segment, but he goes on to say, we bonded over vaping. He bought me my first mod and tank and juice, and I owe him years of my life. I know he will be somewhat miserable in the hospital, but he should be allowed to watch your vids in the hospital, and through seeing one of his favorite YouTube reviewers giving him a shout out would keep him strong and give him the mental energy to get through this a little bit easier. I will be visiting him soon, and I'm going to make him a fresh Fuse Clapton so he can have nothing but the best vape while he is stuck in the hospital. Ben, you have tons of people who love and support you. Stay strong, buddy. Thanks, Grim, for all your hard work promoting vaping and truly caring about the vaping community. Vape strong, live strong. Absolutely. Ben, brother, you're in the hospital. That sucks. You are definitely shouted out. Obviously, your good friend Clive is really a good friend and he really cares about you a lot. He goes on to say, P.S. If you also have time for a little shout out, uh, if you also have time, a little shout out to a small but very passionate vape shop in my home city of Cape Town called Fog Ass Vape Lounge. That was one sentence. One sentence, Clive. One sentence. They rock. They're super friendly and they do nothing but give their full dedication, providing the best advice and service ever. Absolutely. Fogga's Vape Lounge over there in Cape Town, Connecticut, Connecticut, Connecticut. You are definitely shouted out. And Ben, you are definitely shouted out. You know what, Clive? Fuck it. You're shouted out too, bro. Good looking out. Good looking out for your friends there. So got another one here from Joseph. Joseph writes to me and says, hey, Nick, my name is Joseph and you can use my name and all of my info I give you. 
I've recently fallen on hard times. One thing in life that cheers me up besides vaping is watching your videos. I love what you do for the vaping community and because of your I do all the calls to, oh because of you I do all the calls to action. See, I I give people uh, a pass on bad punctuation and spelling and grammar if it says sent from my iPhone because we all know that the iPhone has basically the worst autocorrection system on earth. Whenever I type because and I'm trying to type the word because to someone like, oh no, because this, it always autocorrects it to be jade. What the fuck, Apple? Be jade? Anyway, I've been emailing my senators and representatives, but living in here in Utah, it's harder I feel to convince people that vaping is a good thing. I lost my dad two years ago to lung cancer and I wish I knew about vaping sooner because maybe I could have saved him and myself from seeing my dad struggle through his final days. Sorry this is so long and drag out, but it's uh, if it's not too much to ask, could I get a shout out? It would make my day. Thanks, Nick, if you read this. Absolutely. Joseph, I'm so sorry for your loss. And definitely keep your chin up. And thankfully, you have discovered vaping. And hopefully, thank I mean, hopefully in Utah, they don't tax it and regulate it out of existence. Utah is one of those states right now that is doing really horrible things with vape legislation. I just sent uh, a gift package to Jess Marie DHD Cornell, Double Helix Designs LLC, DHDaccessories.com forward slash shop. I just sent her a package and she specifically said, make sure it says nothing about vaping or has anything to do with vaping on the package because right now it is not legal for me to send that package to Utah that contains vape stuff. But you know what? I'm a rebel. I mean, if they outlaw vaping, I'll become the goddamn Pablo Escobar of vaping. I don't even care. People need to vape. So absolutely, Joseph, consider yourself shouted out. I got two more to do here. Sean wrote to me. This is uh, June. Sean wrote to me and says, uh, hey, Nick, it's Sean. I want to know if you could give me and my wife a new shout out. We just got married today, June 25th, 2016. I hate asking for shout outs, but we watch you every day. You are on, and I think it would shock her to hear us mentioned. Christina and Sean Hill, congratulations absolutely on your nuptials. I hope you guys have an incredibly, I mean, just happy life together. True love is absolutely wonderful. Um, I also wanted to add, if you could say to my wife, ready? Wife, Christina Hill, this is a message from your husband, Sean. Sean is very blessed to have you as his wife. He could not have asked for a better friend, more importantly, a beautiful, wonderful wife. He loves you more than anything. Love, Sean. You may use our names. Thanks, Nick. Absolutely. Guys, you are both, boom, double fist bumps. Consider yourselves shouted out. I just, uh, you know, I, I'm a softie. I like true love stories like that, and that just makes me happy. Last shout out is for someone's dad. Thea wrote to me and said, hey, Nick, I would love, okay. I need to slow down just a touch right here. I would love a shout out to my boyfriend, Matthew. He is a manager at Dark Horse Vapors in Crystal, Minnesota. He is a hard worker and fights uh, and fights against fights against vaping. No, I think you worded that correctly. He doesn't fight against vaping. Oh, he is a hard worker for all the fights against vaping. I got it. Fights against vaping. I see. I was reading it wrong. I used to vape and then I got pregnant. Well, nine months later, we had our son Lucas. Uh, and I would love to get a shout out for Matt becoming a dad for the first time. He has helped me with my two-year-old son for over a year and he is the most amazing guy ever. He's so into vaping. He hooked me up with another device after Lucas was born. I cannot ask for a more amazing man. Please shout him out for being an amazing dad. Absolutely. 
you are shouted out. Thea, Matthew, you are definitely shouted out. And what the heck, little Lucas, you are definitely shouted out. You can't possibly ever appreciate this and probably never will appreciate this, but you are definitely shouted out, young Lucas. I hope you have a great life raised by fantastic parents. But uh, yeah, good. Shout outs. Going good, man. I don't think I have any other ones. Um, did the Alex one, did that one. Good. I think we're all good on shout outs now. So what I want to do uh, quickly is uh, we have to get to first impressions. All right. Well, I got some first impressions to do today. Let's start off with this atomizer. So Beyond Vape sent me a couple things. There's one that's a Tendu atomizer, and this is the new Aria-built atomizer called the Terminus atomizer. And it's kind of a, a short little guy. My first impressions of it are that I don't like this drip tip at all. It comes with an adapter so that you can pop an adapter in here and use an actual drip tip, which I'm probably going to switch to soon because this drip tip is oddly shaped and it's not... It's not comfortable to put in your mouth. Let's get over to the Terminus site. So this is a $70 atomizer from Aria Built. It is a, let's see what they say about it. 24 millimeters, four piece stainless steel construction, uh, peak insulator, gold plated brass posts, camfered style posts with individual slot leads. So yeah, the deck on it, it's got an interesting deck. It's got what is absolutely going to be known from henceforth as a goon style deck. It's got clamps that come down, except the difference is this just relies on two screws and they're in the middle. And this is the way I thought the goon deck should have been, but they're in the middle and you put your leads on the sides of the screws rather than in between. So you don't have four screws on the post, you just have two. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? And then there's like little walls on the side so that those plates, you know, travel freely and can capture your leads. It's an interesting deck to build on. I actually found it a lot easier than I thought it would. My main weirdness with this RDA is the top cap. So nothing super weird about it. The top cap fits on fine and the airflow fits on fine as well. And then the, and then the drip tip fits on. But if you want to pull all of this off, you have to grab this very little bottom ring here and then pull the whole thing off. If you grab just the middle, the majority of it is the airflow adjustment. The biggest part of this is the airflow adjustment. So if you just grab the middle of it, oh, well, I guess that time it worked. There was a bunch of times where I just grabbed the middle of it and just the airflow came off and then the rest of the body kind of stayed there. I don't know, it's just, I mean, that's what first impressions are. I'm just kind of noticing it. Additionally, the airflow, loud it's just loud it's a loud ish airflow i find myself wanting to turn it down about halfway gives it a little bit tighter of an airflow still nice clouds and the flavor because of that little restricted airflow you can adjust and because of the reduced chamber on the inside does have really nice uh flavor this is a juice called mango me mango og from mango me and it's you know what? It's a mango. It tastes a lot like that mango sticky rice from Craft Vapor that I used to vape. It's actually like the exact same color as that juice as well, which leads me to believe, ooh, they could be using the same mango flavors. But anyway, I have this on the BJ's box mod. Um, Dual 18650 regulated OKL 10 chip or something. I don't know. I just really like this mod. It's not anything flashy or fancy. I've covered it in stickers. I just like it because of how reliable it is.
Atomizer's rocking pretty good. You hear you hear this PWM chip? You hear that? Me, me, me. Yeah, it's a PWM chip. So I hear that every time I vape. What I really want to do is get this drip tip adapter on here because this drip tip, this chuff cap on here, not comfortable. It is not, not, not comfortable to uh, to put in your mouth. It's got this weird like. Christmas tree pyramid sort of shape to it, and it's just not comfortable in the mouth. The deck is really nice to build on, and the airflow is actually really nice if I shut it down just a little bit. One of my favorite things about this RDA, it's one of my favorite things about any RDA that you can do this, I like to just drip my juice through the drip tip, just right through the drip tip. I don't have to pop the top and paint, and even though I love the Kennedy RDAs, I hate having to take my drip tip off and paint. And that's the only way I feel comfortable dripping on those Kennedy RDAs is to pop my top and paint with this bleh, right through the middle. But anyway, that is the Aria built Terminus RDA. And I'll have links down in the description to where you can check out all these first impressions if you're interested. It's gonna cost you about 70 bucks, which is Eh, high, but not obscene, not ridiculous. Now, the second RDA that uh, Aria, Aria Beyond Vape sent me is the new Tendu RDA. Now, Tendu made the Nobunaga and the Nobunaga Mini, both RDAs that I really, really liked quite, quite a bit. So they have this new one. And the new one is not as easy to pronounce. It's called the... I didn't even write down the name. I just wrote Tendu RDA. Tendu Tokugawa. The Tokugawa RDA. And this has just the weirdest deck on earth. I posted a picture of it in my, on my Instagram. I'll show you a picture of it now. It's like a circular coliseum of a build deck. And then there's four posts and all the posts are rounded. They're protected on the bottom by peak insulators. The only way that I have built this and got it to work is with a single coil, which I know is probably the most boring build you can put on this RDA, but seriously, this circular RDA, fucking weird to build on, man. You can't go across, you can't go from one to the other because that's positive to positive and then negative to negative. So your leads have to go like this, right? You go positive, negative, and then on the other side you have to go positive, negative. It's really bizarre it's just a really really bizarre deck and i'm trying to get used to it and get the hang of it it has a bottom and side airflow and i've been rocking it with the side airflow turned off and just the bottom airflow because i position that single coil right over the airflow hole that comes up through the middle the airflow on the bottom is just three holes three holes on each side it's a little bit on the stiff side it's a little loud and it feels a little turbulent yeah, but the flavor, actually really nice. Put a one single coil dual fuse Clapton over it. Uh, it's my typical 38 gauge over 26 gauge. Came out to, come on, okay. Came out to one, well no, this is not my typical build. This is 28 gauge with 40 gauge over it because this is 1.1 ohms. I have it set to a whopping 40 watts, but low wattage, High resistance, the flavor is great, the airflow is stiff, loud, and turbulent. The flavor is actually pretty nice. Now, I've tried rocking this with the side airflows open. It's kind of got like 
a Stellaire type of side airflow, but looking at it through, oh yeah, I guess the airflow is above the deck. When I first looked at this, I was looking in the airflows and I saw the deck and I'm like, if you're building your coil and then the sidewalls of the deck come up higher than the airflow, that doesn't make much sense. But the airflow is actually above that deck. Super, I mean, super, super airy. I am, uh, I'm fascinated by this atomizer. I'm fascinated by that deck. I wanna see some builders on Instagram get a hold of this so I can see what kind of builds that they put in it. Because my first thought was, well, I'll just do a dual coil and I'll have them both over the airflow and then that'll be cool and I'll use all the airflow and it'll be great. I couldn't do a dual coil in here. I don't have the mad building skills that a lot of these other builders on Instagram and, and YouTube have. So I just put a simple dual fuse Clapton right over the airflow hole. Uh, it's The airflow is coming in from the bottom and up. Nice flavor, but again, it's loud and it's uh, it feels turbulent, man. Overly turbulent. The flavor on it is meh. It's okay. It's, I mean, it's good. It's, I'm... I always go all over the place with this. I always go, meh, it's okay, it's good, it's great, it's fine, it's okay, it's not that great, it's not that good, it's not that fine. It's fine, it's okay flavor. I'm using Cinefun from Vapor Treats and it tastes, I've had this Cinefun juice in other RDAs and in this particular RDA, it tastes a little, sound check, it tastes a little muted, like a little less sweet than it has been in other RDAs. Anyway, I'm gonna spend a lot more time with that before I feel comfortable talking about it. I can't find the link on Beyond Vape. I can only find it on Tendu Vapor. The RDA is gonna run you, it says between 60 and 65 bucks. So, I mean, not bad. 60 bucks uh, IMO isn't bad for an RDA. Designed with adjustable bottom and side airflow for optimal flavor and cloud production. The bottom airflow seal cap is included for those who enjoy dedicated side airflow configurations. Interesting. So yeah, interesting. 24 millimeters made out of 304 stainless steel. Cross post designed for center coil construction. It's just really weird. And Pro tip, if you get that Tendu Tokugawa RDA, don't take the screws all the way out. That was my first mistake. I took all the screws all the way out because there's little like notches and I'm like, oh, I can just place the coil in there and put the screw in and place the coil in there and put the screw in. No, that does not work. That does not work the way that you think it will work. I had to go through, take all my coils out, put the screws like halfway in, then do the traditional slide it into the notches and then screw it down. It was really really sort of really oddly bizarre. Um, I do have some more first impressions. I feel like I'm tearing through these really quickly. Let's do the Kennedy. So I got a Kennedy two post, right? Yeah, it's, uh, it's a Kennedy 24 with two posts. Like I said in my what I've been vaping, it's just a Kennedy 24 with two posts, two copper posts. You can't see that. Two copper posts, two holes in the posts, and that's it. It's not like a velocity style deck. It's not like any weird deck. It's just two posts with two holes. You can center your coils right over the airflow. You put your wicks down. It's great. I mean, you can't blow through the top. I always, 
find myself wanting to paint with the Kennedys because of those tubes that come up and especially with the two posts because you can drip right through the middle and it'll just go right down to the deck. It won't even hit your coil or your wick, but it wicks really well. I cut my wicks down so that they go right to the bottom of the deck and it pulls all the juice up. I vape these wicks dry, dry, I mean with a dry deck even, uh, multiple, multiple times. The flavor on the Kennedys have always been quite good. Uh, I like that this is so matchy-matchy with these new drip tips that Steve included, but this is that melange juice that I had from the uh, what I've been vaping section in. It's good. It's traditional good Kennedy airflow that, you know, people like. There's a reason why people are doing Kennedy style airflow. It's because of the original Kennedy airflow. Really nice airflow, highly decent flavor, and honestly, the Kennedy 24 should have been a two post from the beginning. It should have never been a three post RDA. It should have always, always been a two post. One thing I've noticed with this Kennedy that I haven't noticed with any other Kennedys is the O-rings are a little bit soft. They're a little on the weak side, which I have never experienced with a Kennedy product. His O-rings are always on point, really tight fit and finish. But with this Kennedy, uh, uh, with this particular two post Kennedy 24, it, they feel a little bit weak. Overall, the vape experience is great from it. Nice, really nice. So the big, the big downside to that Kennedy 24 two post RDA, wow. Get out your vape budget hands, friends. It's $124, $120, not $124, $120. Again, this goes back to the argument that we had in the Rig Pig video. American manufacturing just costs more. Steve runs a machine shop. He cranks out these RDAs. That's what he does. And so... 120 bucks. That's how much this atomizer costs. It's 120 bucks. I'll probably have a full review for it later on. If we were playing the Aliens game right now, and I had nothing, or the FDA game right now, and I had nothing, I had no vape gear, is the Kennedy 24 2 post something I would seek out and buy? Here's the problem. I love the Kennedys, and I would really want a Kennedy 24 in my lineup, in my vape arsenal. The 2 post RDA is the best version of the Kennedy, the best version of the Kennedy. Even the Kennedy 24 is $105. The 22 millimeter atomizer is 100 bucks, and the two post, 120 bucks. So it costs what it costs. It probably wouldn't be my first choice, but it's definitely something I would save up for and buy because I like the Kennedy atomizers. I think the two post is what it should have been from the beginning, and I think the two post really makes the Kennedy 24 a really, really great atomizer. I'm going to spend obviously a lot more time. This setup definitely, without a doubt, 100% coming with me to VCCPA. I'm going to take that Kennedy 24. I'm going to take my Axis Vapes M17, and uh, I'm just going to vape my little face off. So let's do a mod. Before we get to the recoil, let's do a mod. So Arctic Dolphin is making stab wood mods. Do you see this stabilized wood? You can't really appreciate it from that far away. But it actually does look pretty nice on here. I was surprised when Heaven's Gifts is actually the one that sent me this. And let me get, I used, I had a link for it. Let me get a link. Yeah, Arctic Dolphin 
Adonis. It's called the Adonis, and this came from Heaven's Gift. So this is a shiny, and it's, okay, whoops, come on, paste and go. There you go. That's all you had to do, Google Chrome. Arctic Dolphin Adonis. Temp control, 200 to 650 degrees. Uh, TC resistance range, 0.06 to 1 ohm. Wattage resistant range, 0.1 to 2.5 ohms. Does 80 watts in wattage mode, and it is a stabilized wood device, single 18650. It's on the lighter side, it feels nice. I was worried that this would feel like a chalkboard, but it does not feel like a chalkboard. The stabilized wood on it um, is not um, polished in any way. There's no wax or polish on this, which even, even my Axis Vapes M17 green stabilized wood one is soft and polished and waxed and nice and it just brings out the colors and adds contrast to the depths and makes it look really super nice. This just kind of looks like dry wood. Like there's no nice finish to it. I find it hard to believe that this mod is $300. And yes, this mod is $300. Ah, I luckily I have some wax that Axis Vapes actually recommended to me, I have some wax that I can polish this up with, that I can polish this stabilized wood up with, maybe add some contrast to it, bring up some of these colors. There's some nice bluish colors in here, and there's a little bit of green, like looking acrylic down here at the bottom, and I feel like this could really, really benefit from having some nice wax coating applied to it. As it stands out of the box, it just looks like dry, like dry wood, stabilized wood, but just dry wood. It's kind of unappealing a little bit. Now, the 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 chip in here, I've been having a hard time with. So this is my token, I don't really talk about this much. This is my token stainless steel temperature control build. It is a dual fuse Clapton 100% stainless steel 316. It's 26 gauge with 38 gauge over it, fuse Clapton with stainless steel. I can only get this to run in wattage mode on this device. If I click it over to stainless steel mode, one, two, three, nickel, one, two, three, titanium, one, two, three, pass through, one, two, three, Stainless steel. Cool. Got it set to stainless steel. Where's my damn juice? Here's my damn juice. I got Dewey Boba in here. So this is the Troll 2 RDA, which is a which is a nice little, you know, velocity style deck RDA. I haven't really talked about it very much, but I've been using it as like my stainless steel guinea pig, I guess. I put this on all my temp control mods to test out the stainless steel temp control. So have it set to 420 degrees, stainless steel, 0.14. When I press the button, fires, right? When I let go of the button, okay, for some reason now it's working. The last like three or four times I've used this, it ditches the temperature control and jumps right back into wattage mode. I will take a toot and I'll be like, wow, that was really nice. And I'll look and it'll be in wattage mode. So I go, oh, okay. So I set it back into temperature control, stainless steel, 420 degrees, take a toot and go, wow, that was really nice. Look at it. It's back into wattage mode. So what the hell? Of course, right when I start shooting video, it start wor starts working fine. Control 2 is doing very well. So this is, okay, this is 420 degrees, temp control, the stainless steel, holding up fine. 
I don't know what's up. It, it ha I promise. I'm not lying. I promise that it happened before. It happened multiple times before, like five times. I just got this yesterday. I didn't use it for a couple hours. I threw my stainless steel troll two on here and it wasn't working. It would go from regular temperature control mode, just jumps back into wattage mode. Really bizarre. Huh, okay, sure, now it's working. Now it's working just freaking fine. So yeah, the Arctic Dolphin Adonis. This is a, like I said, 300 bucks. This mod is gonna cost you $300. Now, I personally would feel better giving my money, 300 plus dollars, to Axis Vapes. I'm sorry, I'm biased. I love their mods. I bought an Axis Vapes M17 and it's my favorite stabilized wood and acrylic mod. This looks like dry wood. It's $300 and I promise you the chip has been finicky for me. Hopefully that never happens again. And if that never happens again, I will go on record and I will say truthfully about this chip that it only happened that one couple times and now it's never happened again because it seems to be working just fine. Another bummer thing about this mod is they are only producing like 3,000 of them or 2,000 of them. Let me try to, f I just saw it on Heaven's Gifts too. Yes, it is exactly $300 and now I can't find it. Now I literally cannot find it, but where did I see it? They were only doing a limited amount. Maybe they're not doing only a limited amount, but I could have sworn up and down that they were only doing a couple thousand of these, like 2,000 of these, 3,000 of these Arctic Dolphin Adonises. It's 300 bucks, but it is a stabilized wood mod, single 18650, temperature control, seems to now be working in stainless steel mode, Troll V2 on top, nice. It's a nice, really nice vape. I really, really dig this Troll V2 airflow. I like the two vertical slots open. It's nice and smooth and swooshy. Really nice, really nice vape. So yeah, that's the Arctic Dolphin. And I guess I'll wrap up this first impressions. I don't have a lot of first impressions. And as we get closer to August 8th, there's going to be less and less and less and less first impressions to even, to even do. Um, last first impression is gonna be this guy. This is my RDA. Yes, me and Ownboy OC are releasing an RDA. It is called the Recoil, and if I don't mind saying so, it's really freaking awesome. We spent months and months and months meticulously going over this RDA. We wanted it to be good. We wanted it to be awesome. We wanted people to enjoy it. We wanted builders to be able to put crazy builds on it, but we also wanted you know, newer vapors to be able to put much more simple builds on it. And that's the reason we chose the deck that we did. Um, I'm gonna have a full video tomorrow, a full on full video going over every aspect of the Recoil RDA. Let me just tell you the vape I'm getting from it is awesome. This is with the Clouds Bro Clouds cap. So it comes with two caps. You get one for flavor and one for clouds. The cloud cap still has really nice flavor. It's just much more open. When you look at the airflow, it's not in right at the coils, right? It's raised and it's angled down. And this was my 
not my strictly my design, but I had a design for a different style airflow that actually ended up being exactly what Jabo released in that one RDA that I can't remember the name of it, where the airflow went in and then down and then up like that. That was the idea of the airflow that I wanted to have for the recoil. So what we decided to do instead of copying exactly what Jabo did, even though it was my original design, we raised the airflow up, we angled it down, pointed right at your coils, super cool. Super cool airflow. It's really nice and swooshy. I was worried that this airflow would be really turbulent just because of the extreme angle of the airflow. It's not, it's nice and swooshy. And even with the cloud cap, I'm getting really nice flavor, super good performance. This is the Super Sop Top Secret RDA that I've been talking about, you know, hiding for the last, I don't know, four or five vlogs. We've been going through so many different prototypes. I had it for months even before I started using it regularly, like in a vlog video to the point where I had to go, oh, okay, super secret RDA that you can't see. Boom, now it's out, now it is. It's got a 22 millimeter deck and a 24 millimeter overall diameter. So interesting, good O-rings. I have already honestly spent a whole fuck ton of time with this RDA. I like everything about it, but take that with what it's worth because I am biased because obviously me and Dwayne teamed up and we made this RDA. This is our RDA. This is our baby. We are really, I've never been this proud of a product before, proud of a product before. It's just, it's just a stellar vape guys. The Cloudsboro Clouds Air, uh, Airflow cap has two three millimeter holes in it and the Flavor Bro Flavor cap has two 2.5 millimeter airflow holes in it. And like I said, I'm gonna go over all of this tomorrow. I'm gonna have a recoil, everything you need to know, RDA, kind of like Matt did with the Theorem, just a teardown, top to bottom. I put a build in it, I wick it, we vape it, we talk about why I did, why we did everything that we did. Um, it's great. I'm, I'm excited that I can finally talk about it. And I'm excited that it's finally out there and available for people to purchase. Um, I'll have links down in the description. It's going to be on namberjuice.com. It's going to be on twistedmesses.com. And it's going to be on squiddude.com as well. Diego and Vape Map picked it up for distribution in Europe. And I believe that Herman Vapes in the UK might pick it up for distro. So that would be super cool. Honestly, I just want people to enjoy this atomizer. It is super easy to build on. It's everything, literally everything I've ever wanted in an atomizer. It didn't exist, so we built it ourselves. So yeah, truly and honestly, I think that is the absolute end of my first impressions. I have no more first impressions to do. Um, I've been having some issues with that Zayaz box, the Dual 26650. I'm finding a lot of my batteries don't fit inside of it, and the ones that do, I can't get it to turn on now. So I'm gonna reach out to them and see if I can uh, maybe have some troubleshooting with that. I got this coil winder thing I wanna show you. So this is the Spin LT, and I've screwed it down to a piece of wood right here, but this little 3D printed th thing is the Spin LT. This comes from USA Ohm Meters, and I'll have a link down in the description so you can check it out. But it's basically for building fused Claptons. You don't have to screw it down. Ooh, there's a screw coming through the bottom. Wow, that was a really long screw. I should not poke myself on that. 
You don't have to screw it to a piece of wood. I just did for positioning on my desk so I can put it on my desk, I can clamp it down and I can have my drill on that side. Now there's a little hook on this side, right? Permanently affixed hook. So you run your wire through it before you attach it to your drill and it's connected to what I believe to be like a skateboard ball bearing. It is, this thing just spins like crazy smoothly and there's literally zero resistance. This thing just spins and spins like crazy. This takes those, you know, fishing, uh, you know, swivels just to the next level. No more sw fishing swivels. All you do is you get this little 3D printed thing, you clamp it to your desk and you just go bananas and build Claptons for days. This is kind of an amazing little invention that I am shocked and appalled that no one has thought of yet. Why didn't anybody think to use like a skateboard wheel bearing, 3D print a little stand for it, boom, Claptons, just woo, woo, Claptons for days. This has been just fantastic. I'm going to post a link down to it in the description so you can check it out if you're so interested. But all of my Claptons that I have made, all of them, all of them that I'm using currently right now were made with that little uh, Spin LT from USA Ohmmeters. It is super cool. And like I said, I'll have a link down in the description. So let's uh, let's wrap up these first impressions here. Um, what I'm gonna do is, it might be a little bit of a letdown for people, but I'm gonna do a not a review for things that never got reviewed. I am gonna do some retro vaping. All right, well, we're gonna do some retro vaping, and here's the big here's the big bummer. This is easily my number one most requested. Hey, you should do retro vaping. You should do retro vaping for this. You should do retro vaping. Do retro vaping. Do retro vaping. So I'm like, all right, I'm gonna look through all of my stuff, all of my boxes that are labeled tube mods, and I'm gonna go through and I'm just gonna find this, and we're gonna freaking retro vape it. So I found. Let me get some batteries. I found some of what I was looking for. I didn't find all of what I was looking for. I found some of what I was looking for, and that really bums me out. Of course, I'm talking about the Vapor Giant. This is probably one of my most viewed videos, pardon me, on YouTube, and I have a feeling it's because of the ridiculous thumbnail where I'm holding the dual 26650 Vapor Giant, and it's like this long, and it's a stacked 26650. All I can find from the Vapor Giant is the original mech mod. I can't find, listen to those threads, boy. I can't find the extension tube. All I can find is the original single 26650 mech mod, which really, ugh, which really bums me out, man. Really bums me out. In fact, I wonder if I have anything low enough that will fire on this really well. I uh, don't think I have any mech mod, you know, style setups right now. What are you at? You're at 0.23. Mm, that might work. What are you at, recoil? You're 0.818. Let's try that. Let's try that on here just cause. So we're going to try this Vapor Giant with a single 26650 battery and the recoil RDA. Now the first thing that I remember that I have to do is adjust the 510 pin on top. So what I'm going to do is do that. I'm going to adjust the 510 pin. Then you have to take the atomizer off because you adjust the throw of the battery through the bottom. And it is, what's that little thread? It is a 
you know, a metal screw battery rattle. So then you take a screwdriver and you adjust that up until there's no more rattle. And now, now we are ready to vape. Now I can put my atomizer on here and hopefully it will vape. I haven't, I literally have not used this mod in years. There's that little fluffy thing. What the hell is that? Um, let's see if it fires. Nope. Totally, totally not, 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 not firing. And that sucks, man. Um, I at least wanted to vape it a little bit just because I haven't vaped it in so long. No? Huh. I don't know what could possibly be going wrong with this. It's hitting the contact. The contacts aren't super dirty, but they're, you know, they're not clean, but they're not super dirty either. Hmm. All right, well, let me do a little bit of investigatory work and see if I can actually get this Vapor Giant working. Of course, of course, I'll be linking in the description to my original Vapor Giant video, which has more views than it should. It's, the, it's literally like the dumbest, worst video that I've ever done. Ever done. It's just dumb. It's the, just the worst video. Now it's making contact. Huh. I wonder why that won't fire I really am confused right now this is something that we used to have to put up with in mech mods like okay well why isn't it firing this time oh this 510 pins not adjusted enough oh this you know the contacts aren't making a good connection so that goes there okay then I'm gonna take this atomizer off I'm gonna put the battery in could be the battery could be very well could be the battery. So let's try one of the newer batteries I bought. I just bought a brand new battery. Where the fuck is it? Let's try a different battery then. Okay, let's try the Brilla Power. I think the Brilla Power is going to work. That could just be a bad battery. So then I'm going to screw this on here without an atomizer. Because if you, if you adjust the 510 with the metal screw and a metal screwdriver with the atomizer attached, it will spark like crazy in here. Snug, no battery rattle. Okay, here's hoping for the best. Here's hoping that when I screw this down on here, it will fire. Oh, oh, it's firing. It's firing. The vapor giant is firing. Let's try it. This is 0.18, which on a single 18 or a single 2650 isn't going to be amazing, but it is going to work, you know, fine. It'll vape. Wow. Wow, I'm surprised it vapes. Wow, I'm surprised it's vaping so well. And wow, I'm surprised that there's no uh, hot button issues. One of the things with the Vapor Giants is this little tiny pinky button on here. I'm not sure if you can see that. Little tiny pinky button on here used to get really hot. And maybe I was building too low for it or outside of the range of my batteries. Done. It's not getting hot anymore. I honestly cannot believe that this is vaping right now. Vaping and vaping surprisingly well. Vaping enough that I have to re-drip with juice. So the Vapor Giant came with an extension tube where you could stack batteries in it. Additionally, it came with a gigantic 
K-Fontank. I mean, J-H-I-G-A-N-T-I-C. K-Fun style tank. It would be like if the 30 millimeter Mason was a tank that was this tall. That's how big it was. It was this huge honking tank that sat on top. So you had these stacked batteries and then you had this huge honking tank on top. It was obscene. It was ridiculous. And now, you know, in 2016 that we've, you know, we're, we're becoming more familiar with unregulated series boxes, stacking two batteries in a tube mech is exactly the same as running them in series. It is no different at all. It's the same as the rig pig. It's the same as the noisy cricket. No different at all. You are essentially stacking batteries in the noisy cricket. It is the exact same. So I hate it when people are like, I'm just going to stick to my noisy cricket. Stacking batteries is dangerous. No, you're stacking batteries in your unregulated noisy cricket. Yes, true facts. You are stacking batteries. So it's no different than stacking batteries in a tube mech mod. What I might do I just bought two brand new Mooch recommended uh, E-Fast 26650s. What I might do is try to dig out the Congestus. <sighs> the Congestus. I might try to dig out the Congestus and go full unregulated series or stacked on that as well. But for now, it's about the Vapor Giant, and I'm surprised it's working so well. That is an excessive amount of Cloudsboro Clouds for such a, I don't know, I want to say outdated, but I guess it's not really outdated since it's just a single 26650 mech mod. Honestly, I can't believe this is working as well as it is. I'm just going to wrap this up. This has been retro vaping with the Vapor Giant. Unfortunately, it's not in the stacked configuration because I cannot find the tube. If I can find the tube, I'll bring this back for another retro vaping and we can retro vape stacked 26650s on a series build. I'll get that little phenotype LS with a 0.5 in it and we will rock it at a full 7 volts with stacked 26650s. Pardon me. I have a feeling that would be a really good good vape, but for now, whatever. We got a single 26650 <laughs> Vapor Giant with the Recoil RDA, some Rainbow Sherbet in the Dark. It's just tasting nice. I kind of forgot how much I like these little, like, they're called pinky style buttons because you can hold it like this and hit it with your pinky like a piccolo. But really, I end up hitting it with my middle finger like this. Crazy, crazy, crazy retro vaping. So that's going to wrap up. That's going to wrap up retro vaping. Um, I have so much shit to do today. I'm going to try to get this vlog to be a little bit shorter than my other epic like two hour long marathon vlog. So what we're going to do is we're going to wrap this up real fast with my favorite comments of the week. All right, so I'm sitting here. I got some favorite comments of the week. I got my freaking Vapor Giant that I'm going to keep vaping for right now just because it's right in front of me and it's actually working shockingly good. I'm surprised this high of a build, 0.18 on a single 26650 is working and hitting as well as it is. Anyway, 
Let's get to some favorite comments of the week. I got three good ones. And, keep, and remember, everybody, if you're going through any of my comments on any of my videos and you see something that is comment of the week worthy, screen capture it and send it over to Nick at GrimGreen.com. I would love to check them out. As it stands, I go through all of my comments, every single video, all of my comments. I reply to as many as I can. And while trying to keep the on, um, you know, keep an eye out for favorite comments of the week, um, there just haven't been any super good ones. People are trying hard to get into that comment of the week, but uh, you got to try a little bit harder. You got to wake up pretty early in the morning to pull one over on old Grim Green. Anyway, Willie Wallace left a comment. Don't remember what video it's on, but he just said, "Do you still your hats?" <laughs> Do I still what my hats? Or did he meant to say steal? Do you steal your hats? But then he didn't leave a question mark on the end, so it's just a sentence. It's just a statement. It just says, do you steal your hats? I don't know. Do I still what my hats? I don't know what that means, Willie Wallace. I just don't know what that means. Had another brilliant, brilliant internet person named X Spall, who looks like he runs his own YouTube page, and he just said, vamping is gay. And I think he meant to say vaping, but he spelled it wrong. So it says vamping. So vampires <laughs> or something. Vamping is gay. Well, congratulations. You're an idiot. Thanks for contributing nothing to society. Let's move forward. Last favorite comment of the week. Uh, Delaware Digger. Um, Delaware Digger was cracking me up. He left a bunch of comments on various random videos. He made a couple clutch references. He seems like a super nice guy. And this comment was just hilarious to me. He wrote, I want to watch you eat dinner and hang. <laughs> That is so random. And in any other context, that would be so creepy, Delaware Digger. I want to watch you eat dinner. I want to watch you eat dinner. I have never said that phrase to anybody. Like if I just call up Dwayne and be like, bro, what are you doing? Oh, I want to come over and watch you eat dinner. Oh, I want to watch you eat dinner and hang. Well, Delaware Digger, unfortunately, I will not be inviting you over to let you watch me eat dinner. Hmm. But you never know. Our paths may cross in the future. So, yeah, I think that's it. I think that's all I got for the vlog this week. Let me take a quick look around the room and see if I forgot anything. Huh. I honestly think I am all good right now. So yeah, don't forget this weekend, VCCPA, I'm gonna be there, I'm stoked. Uh, I won't have any review videos next week, but I will have a travel vlog next week featuring Ruby Roo, featuring Matt and V from Suck My Mod, featuring Kevin Skipper, featuring a lot of advocacy, featuring a lot of vapors of the great state of Pennsylvania. I will be there, I can't wait to hang out, get beers, eat good food, and uh, just enjoy vaping as it should be enjoyed. But that's what I got, everybody. Um, don't forget tomorrow, full on crazy video for the Recoil RDA, but that's what I got for today. I'm vaping this vapor giant, and I'm enjoying every second of it. That's what I got, everybody. Thank you so much for watching, and as always, yeah, let's keep on vaping. I'm also pretty confident that the vlog this week... Whoa!